Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the Smackdown Review. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, to review everything that happened on Friday night's episode of Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review Smackdown, but also Raw, the show formerly known as NXT Dubai, oh! AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bigger quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hamlet to review a historic episode of Friday Night Smackdown. Yeah, that wouldn't have been the first word I would have thought to describe it as, but I suppose by the letter of the law it is true. Yeah, um, this was imperfect, but very eventful. Mm. I liked the, um, I think I liked some of the developments on the show more than I liked some of how they actually played out, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But it certainly felt like it had loads of talking points. I really enjoyed um, particularly the fact that you were able to, we basically... Let's be honest, fantasy booked a perfect SmackDown that could never really happen, <laughs> which was how they built to the main event. But I actually quite liked how they used the, what was the announced main event of the tag title match as a way to set something else up. It was almost an uh, acknowledgement mm. that the booking of it had been terrible. Because <laughs> if you had tried on the night to sell it as this big title fight and all the world could end and all this sort of thing, it was like, well, where was this the last three months? You did drop the ball on this one. But as a result, I think they kind of got the best out of that to feed into the other stuff to come. Um, and there's just There was quite a few things on here where there was some bad and then some good. There would be a number of things mm. where I would say there was a bit of both about this match or a bit of both about this segment or whatever. So it's definitely one of them. I had a bloody great time watching this show. Uh, like you say, sort of a cheat code for me. Uh, show top and tail by the bloodline. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> Fine by me. Um, and yes, lots of interesting developments that I'm mm. sure we'll get an- into throughout this show. But as you mentioned, uh, the show opened with the all-important tag team title match, the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships on the line. The Usos defending against the New Day. If the Usos win, they make history. Uh, and it was Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, and Solo uh, watching from their locker room. Uh, no Sami Zayn, they explained his absence away. Um, personal issue, I think they said. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, surprise, surprise, the Usos in the New Day put on an absolute banger mm. of a match. I thought the finish of this match was absolutely sensational. And as I said on Friday, all you need to do 
despite how obvious it is that the Usos are going to retain the tag team titles, is make me think for a split second, oh my God, no, they're not. The New Day are going to catch them just at the last and retain their sensational record or whatever it may be. And I did that, and I've never felt more since they became babyfaces, like, please don't let the New Day win this match. Please don't let the New Day win. Like, I was <laughs> rooting for the Usos for their, you know, achievement that they can make mm. if they win this match, which I think is technically achieved today, but yeah. they were never going to do it unless they would. Do you want to do the house shows at the weekend? Nope, we will not be showing up that just in case. So uh, early on, back and forth stuff, as you would expect. I mean, we've already seen all the spots that the New Day and Usos can do, so mm. I'm not going to really talk you through a lot here, but uh, to take us through a break, the Usos get sent out to the floor and Kingston hits a huge trust fall off the top rope, uh, and then when we come back, they've isolated Kingston. He keeps oh, almost getting to his corner, nope, drag back, kick down, whatever it may be by the Usos. Eventually, he breaks free, sends Jimmy to the floor, fights off Jay. He's just about to tag in Xavier Woods, and of course, Jimmy pulls him off the apron, uh, Woods, that is, and... Uh, Make sure that Kingston just has to keep on getting his head kicked in. Um, finally, Woods gets in uh, and runs wild. They hit a series of moves on Jay. Uh, there's a top rope leg drop. It's Logan Paul-esque, the height he got on that <laughs> leg drop. They got him a two count. And Kingston hits the boom drop, misses the trouble in paradise. Jay makes a blind tag, but Kingston hits the SOS for a near fall. The Usos hit double super kicks on the New Day on numerous occasions. Uh, the double flying splash on Woods, and you think, okay, that's it. Take it home, boys. No, Woods kicks out. The Usos get frustrated. They set up for the 1D. But Kingston gets rid of Jimmy. The New Day hit the midnight, midnight hour on Jimmy on the floor. And then the midnight hour on Jay in the ring for a brilliant two count, I thought. Um, the Usos of New Day rise up. The crowd are loving this. They get into it in the middle. They trade shots. Jay sends Woods out to the floor. Uh, takes him out with a super kick into the timekeeper's area. Kingston fights off the Usos. He goes up top, but as he's jumping off the top rope... What finish this was. The Usos catch him with the 1D in midair. One, two, three. The Usos become the longest reigning tag team champions ever. Yeah, this was this was great. This was really great. Um the I love the uh the dual midnight hours for the for the false finish that we said. It's really hard for them to get one, but you kind of think they will. That was a super effective way to do it. Uh the um West Side Stories, face-off stuff doesn't always work, but when it resonates in a building, oh. you just love to see it and the fans. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, the fans totally came up for it, which was great. Uh, yet again, I suppose, like, the 1D, the um, the one at Crown Jewel was sort of aerial-assisted mm-hmm. as well, wasn't it? So, like, they're using their, uh, like, the, you know, the sort of super-sized version of finisher in order to preserve this record because they understand the importance of it and what it means to be tag champions for this long and to show that they've always got something else in the locker beyond the norm. So that was pretty cool, too. Just great, great stuff. It didn't matter to me. I thought it was what was quite impressive, and I'd say this was down to a, a on-the-night presentation of everybody, the wrestlers, um, the commentary as well. It was very much about maybe, like, maybe if they had a built this better, it could have been even something more. But as it was, let's just sell the story uh, on the night. Let's just say it doesn't matter that New Day have been quite a cold act for a long time now. Uh, it doesn't really matter that the Usos are part of the bloodline and there's the prospect of them losing the tag title so soon before War Games or indeed before the run at WrestleMania just felt so unlikely. All of that evaporated for mm. 15 or so minutes and that that was to everybody's credit, I will say that. 
really, really tremendous chemistry between the two teams, as it will be forever. My one thing now would be that I would quite like, in order to sell the gravity of this match, some genuine reaction from the New Day, some sort of soul-searching maybe. Mm. There is all too much, in general with the New Day, of that old John Cena vibe of the next day. <laughs> like, and we all remember... Kofi Kingston crushing the pancakes in his hands Oof. to dust and it resulting in nothing after he just got flattened by Brock. Um, you know, Big E's not around. It's it's a bad time to be in the New Day. Mm. And I think they would really benefit from that being acknowledged a little bit more. Like, I think the show would be better. The division would be better. Everything would be better. And I'm not, I'm, I don't know, am I pitching a heel turn? I don't know. But just like, it's not all fine. Mm. And it's possibly this, there's probably never been a better time for them to. They've been up, up, and now they're real down, down. Yep, there that is. So they've got corporate synergy with a YouTube channel. So. <laughs> um, we go to a break, come back, and uh, the Usos walk into their Bloodline locker room to be congratulated by the Bloodline, specifically the Tribal Chief. Um, this is excellent, by the way. Says, look, congratulations, guys. I've got something to take care of tonight. We are told there's going to be a special moment mm. for Roman Reigns at the end of the show, which is a brilliant hook because I'd pay any amount of money just to hear him <laughs> to say, acknowledge me. Uh, and he gives them both hooks. A little bit of a longer hook for Jay. Yeah, the Roman and Jay Uso thing. It, like, it's quite something that, for something that was totally dropped, callously so, really, when he was the right-hand man and what would Jimmy do and all that sort of stuff has been picked back up in the wake of the Sami Zayn, Jay Uso, like, acrimony and things like that. The way in which it just feels different there's just less every time he hugs jimmy or the, like what was clearly this like an atta boy a rare atta boy for the usos jimmy's was still bigger and more enthusiastic and y- you can't help feel sympathy and understanding for jay which is brilliant when that manifests into his frustration mm. with sammy zane because there's all of these shades of gray within the bloodline i thought this was a really tremendous segment and roman reigns as usual now did a great deal with very little like his pauses were sublime again. The the menace is absolutely still there. I did wonder when they mentioned about the the personal issues for Sami Zayn on the show. Was that just was that is that kayfabe? Maybe maybe not. Like I hope all is well with Sami yeah. Zayn. But across this evening, it was very very important that we got to remember that the bloodline fundamentally are like not very nice people, and Roman specifically is a heel. And I thought this was a good night for that. Made better because Zayn wasn't there. Mm, yeah, that is a good point. That actually, uh, what followed was the first round match in the SmackDown World Cup. We got a couple of these matches mm. um, tonight. Um, we got Shinsuke Nakamura versus Santos Escobar here. Before we talk about the match, one obvious thing to talk about, Shinsuke Nakamura's gear. Oh, man, yeah. That, uh, it, it doesn't get spoken about enough, if you ask me. Shinsuke Nakamura will go down as one of the great underrated gear guys because uh, a lot of people just stopped paying attention to SmackDown slash him for several years. So <laughs> the year of him just having like the red and black in rotation has now been replaced by apparently anything he well liked. <laughs> the, uh, he worked NXT in this colour scheme a few weeks ago, which but it was like the total opposite. Now he's done the inverse palette and he's just decked out all in yellow. Like people will naturally make a Kill Bill comparison, but I think he looks way cooler than the bride that in Kill Bill because it's Nakamura. They're all white ensemble he was rocking for a little bit as well. You saw the goosebumps appear on my arm when he came out in <laughs> orange and yellow with Rick Boogs at WrestleMania. Guy dresses well, and I think he deserves his flowers for it, mm, which exactly. is probably all he's going to get because he kind of got his ass kicked here. Well, he getting the match with the Great Mooter, which was put over by Cole mm. on commentary, I thought was yeah. interesting. Um, and, yeah, I this went exactly the way you were kind of anticipating it was going to go here. Um, shout out, by the way, to Wade Barrett, putting over the fact that not only is the soccer 
World Cup coming our way um, next week. Mm. Sunday, I think, actually, it starts. Um, but also, the Cricket World Cup oh. has been going on. Did you uh, keep, keep up with uh, who won the uh, Cricket World Cup? Uh, I didn't. You're going to have to tell me who won. I didn't hear it. It's coming. <laughs> home. It's coming. Cricket's coming. And we won it on Sunday. I hope the microphone picked up you unzipping your jacket to do a Clark Kent-like reveal of uh, in the real adventures of Superman and Lois, yeah. like of the England, England cricket top underneath it. So for everyone out there saying, oh, you crap at football, can't win. When I said it was coming home, I was talking, I was talking about the T20. So we are the kings of white ball cricket now, basically. Okay. 50 overs, 20 overs. Boom, baby. My, my brain is slightly broken by um, the kit that you wear in the England cricket kit is Asda coloured with a Waitrose sponsor. <laughs> yes. And that's uh, not working for me. But yeah, shout out to Ben Stokes. Absolutely smashed it in the final. Oh, yeah, and a lot of our listeners will have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> Is that a cricket player you met that time? Uh, oh, I met Stuart Broad. I met, uh, well, David Warner I met. Yeah. And I met the captain, of course, who got, go. <laughs> got his face smashed in. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry to Joe Root about that. <laughs> Some people say I was involved in it. It doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> Right, they go to a break. Uh, Escobar hits a drop kick, but Nakamura takes over, chucks him uh, into the barricade. He does that nice sliding German suplex where he slides under the under the ropes and thing he's mm. hung up in the middle ropes. Uh, Escobar fights back though, goes after Nakamura's knee. Uh, but as I, I said, this kind of went exactly where you thought it was going to because all of Legado del Fantasma were there: Zelina Vega, Cruz del Toro, and Joaquin Wilde. And, for once, Selena Vegas stable does well. <laughs> uh, they run all the interferences they can. They keep jumping up on the apron and getting kicked off or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, so eventually, Nakamura takes them all out, climbs up top, but Escobar, Escobar catches him up there and hips a top rope phantom driver. Oh, my God. For the victory, he heads through to the semifinals. Yeah, uh, th- this was strong stuff again. Um, it's weird because the World Cup doesn't have a lot of... It doesn't feel like it's got a lot of stakes attached, but it's something to do for some of the members of the roster, and I guess some of the parents are interesting. Interesting that... Um, you get Ali and Ricochet. Yeah, like they've kind of pulled a good match out their ass in an attempt, I think, to placate Mustafa Ali after they just his raw push went up in smoke, didn't it? Let's be honest. So um, interesting that uh, Nakamura was there for Hit Row, and Hit Row... We've just got other business to take care of that we'd see, that we'd see later on the night as well. Not the strongest baby faces, which is becoming a troubling pattern in Triple H's WWE at the moment for baby faces uh, on the come up. But yeah, this was like decent stuff. Nakamura's not like he's not quite the on the beach performer he was a, couple, a <laughs> yes. couple of years ago, but it takes quite a lot to work that reputation back. Uh, but I think he's. He's been probably better than you would assume for a while now, but I don't know if enough people are really watching or engaged, not paying attention enough to see that. Yes, yeah, good point. But uh, yeah, there's a, a, a nice finish and nice to see Santos getting a win on the main roster. Properly. Yeah, like I've kind of got, I wouldn't say high hopes right now, but uh, like reasonable expectations that mm-hmm. Legado's going to have a decent run. Uh, then we go to the back with the real star of the show, LA Knight. Yeah. Uh, and he calls it a major fumble. <laughs> uh, he's not in the World Cup, and uh, he's cutting a promo. And Megan's not really paying much attention to him because he's got a screen behind him with the Bray Wyatt stuff. Yeah. And he's like, "What's wrong? Why aren't you paying attention to the Omega Sign?" Yeah. And then there is Bray Wyatt. He shows up and he introduces himself. He wants to be friends. Hamlet. He says, "I can see the anger in you, man. I feel it too, man." Uh, uh, 
uh, people warned me that my rage would make me a monster. <laughs> I've been pretending not to be proud of what I do, but I am done with that. Uh, I knows what it takes to get respect. How far, L.A. Knight, how far are you willing to go? L.A. Knight says, go out to your goddamn robber room, take your puppets and shove them in your goddamn ass, <laughs> basically. Uh, he said, so, because you're going to work out whose game is it? It's L.A. Knight's game. Yeah. yeah. And then Ray headbutted him and walked off. And L.A. Knight got up and went, where the hell did that guy go? <laughs> Get that crap off the screen. Oh. Um, Playing with fire here. Yeah. L.A. Knight is yeah. going yeah, to uh, potentially embarrass Bray Wyatt on the microphone. Yeah. If it didn't already happen here, he's so, even when he's not quick, he's so funny, like earnestly funny as a heel, that he'll be allowed to deliver all these lines and it'll come across funnier than Bray trying to do his earnest, oh, my name is Bray Wyatt and now I've met, I guess, one of friends. Like that is never not going to sound really cheesy. So I don't, don't get me wrong, I don't think that we're going to, they're going to arrive at this match and Bray Wyatt's going to get less cheers than LA Knight the heel. I like they've they they're telling you here that Bray Wyatt is a babyface and Ellie Knight is a heel and Bray's going to get his big win and all's going to be well and you know it's it's going to be fine for you to cheer that but when he goes too far after the bell that's going to be because Uncle Howdy told me to take it to the next level I just don't think the match will be any good uh, at all like the match will if it's a Survivor Series it's going to be pin drop stuff in the building. I, like in the middle, like imagine this match wedged between two war games. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just gonna stink out the place, uh, and the promos and the build up. Like Ellie, Knight got to do one or two things here, right? He's either got to sell actual fear, and he's got to be afraid of this character, which just feels fake and preposterous, or he's got to banter it off the face of the earth, which is no good because some people, us definitely, will look at this and go, yeah. About time a character, yeah. About time a character went on screen and was as cruel to this gimmick as it needed to be. Even the headbutt, like the way he saw that, like it was almost funny. Where the guy go? Like the headbutt looked rubbish, by the way. But uh, La Knight giving it the uh, Tweety Birds flying around their face eyes afterwards is more entertaining than Bray himself. Uh, this is it's something. It's better than Bray feuding with the Titantron. <laughs> All need, that back, like backstage. Yeah, he did need an opponent, but uh, this could end horribly. It could, like, this could end horribly. I'm nervously excited for all this. Like, I'm, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm, fa- I'm still on the on the Bray Wyatt bus. Yeah. I'm fascinated to see what what they do with this. This, right, okay, starting from now. Okay, here we go. <laughs> We're trying again with this Bray Wyatt character. We're gonna give. Uncle Howdy, uh, a little bit, bit of a go for this alternative, uh, completely changing the law, but it's always been there. Mm-hmm. We just haven't mentioned it. Um, but also, yeah, like this, um, I hope it doesn't ruin our boy because you and I both adore LA mm-hmm. Knight. But there's potential here. He could ether the character of Bray Wyatt before he's even had a match. Yeah. Uncle Howdy interferes with Survivor Series and it's blatantly Bo Dallas. It's like, you want to be because of your skinny ass brother? Like, just. Oh, God. I, I just, I, this match, I cannot stop thinking about how useless this match could be. <laughs> Enjoy the ride, brother. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be Big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, right, well, we've got to talk about this six-way next. Speaking of useless matches, yeah. Yes, so I fairly said this was announced beforehand, wasn't it? It was just after we recorded our yeah. preview. They said it's going to be a six-way uh, to determine who faces Ronda Rousey um, at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. And I looked at this match and I thought, yep, cool. Any of these people can blatantly lose to Ronda Rousey yes. at Survivor Series. It was Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Sonia Deville, Lacey Evans, Zayali, and Shotzi Blackheart, of course. Or is she just Shotzi now? Just Shotzi. Just Shotzi. Just Shotzi. Um, yes, and, oh boy, um, this was a mess, I think is the nicest way of putting it. Like, there were some good spots, yeah. one very bad spot, but there were yeah. some good spots in there. Um, everyone fights around ringside. Obviously, Morgan and DeVille kind of take the focus initially because they've got the history there. Um, Morgan set up some ring steps. DeVille drops her on the steps instead. Shotzi and Zia Lee get into it. Uh, like Lee kicks Shotzi with the, in the spine uh, and then gets into it with Lacey Evans. And I thought, are you a babyface or what? who's what? Oh, this? man, they killed her. Um, everyone else is lying out basically around the ringside area to allow people to do these spots. And then Morgan fires up and runs wild. One corner, Lee, other corner, Evans, Lee, Evans, Lee, Evans, Lee, Evans. Are they cheering yet? Lee, Evans, Lee. They weren't. Uh, catches Raquel Rod. You don't, you don't really hear them chants these days, do you? It's more like 
Peter K, Peter K, Peter K. Like I was likely having to tell you, but he's just he's not selling out stadiums quite as much as Peter K this year, is he? <laughs> so anyway, Morgan catches Rod- Rodriguez with a DDT. Deville slithers in. Did you spot the uh, the hairdryer at this point? By the way, I just turned up to fifty for the whole thing. There were like it wasn't even like the crowd just weren't biting on any of this for the kickouts for the sort of ins and outs as you were saying. So they just left it on maximum. So the whole time, like people just sat there, sat on the hands, keeping warm. But all you're hearing is. <laughs> Sustain volume. It wasn't even going up and down. Like they did a better job of like sound modification in the Thunderdome than they did here. It's like, well, just turn it rush it right up. So Deville tries to seal it. Morgan breaks up. <laughs> Rodriguez hits the uh, Tejana bomb uh, on Lee, but Deville pulls her out. <laughs> then we got tables, Chan. Well, yeah, we, we certainly did. Rodriguez sets it up, sets it in front the of the public steps. public gets what the public wants. It looks like she's going to choke uh, choke slam uh, Sonia Deville off that yeah. through the table. But Morgan's disappeared. Now, mm-hmm. the spot, I think, is she's meant to jump, grab Rodriguez. Maybe Deville's going to go with them. I'm still mm-hmm. not 100% sure. And they all collapse backwards. Boom, big spot through the table, taking all three of them out. What actually happened is Morgan sort of shorted the jump, Mm -hmm. which means they shorted the fall off the steps, which means they crashed into the side of the table, which, to be fair, looked like it sucked. That looked like it would hurt more than if you went through a table, but clearly they all just laid out and went, well, we botched that. Yeah. Anyway, that leaves uh, Lacey Evans. I don't know what happened to Zia Lee and all this, but anyway, that leaves Lacey Evans. Maybe she hit a woman's right earlier on. I can't quite remember. Leaves her in there with Shotzi. Shotzi hits her finish. One, two, three. Shotzi is going to survive a series. <laughs> this was not so good, Al. Uh, the botch is, of course, all that you can really take away from it, but it, the rest of the match was not strong stuff. It was the... Um, the worst kind of ladder match booking without a ladder where people come in and do and do their stuff, get the sh- in where there's not a, a single story thread really to grab onto. Um, other than maybe to be really, really kind, uh, Raquel Rodriguez being able to outmuscle just about anybody if only she could get in there and get the win. Yeah. Which I think is maybe what the inspiration for the table spot was. Is I, my money was on her winning this because yeah. I thought they were going to do that and then just have Shayna do something at the pipe. Yeah, like nobody can, live events, right? nobody can stop her, that sort of thing. Um, and maybe the table would have helped tell that story, but when that went as horribly wrong as it did and you just you couldn't help but look at their faces. Like you say, like, yes, it would hurt more, but that's not the point of wrestling, is it? It's supposed to be all the crash, bang, boom, and the sound of something hurting is what informs the pain. Crash, bang, wallet, what a wrestling match. (laughs) Um, I, like, them all just lying there afterwards. You couldn't not look at their faces and see them all, like, the cogs turning in their heads and coming through their eyes going, what the hell? There was a bit where I was thinking, there's one of you meant to be getting up and doing something and you've been not goofy by it. Well, yeah, and obviously, you know, it was just a... Was just a layout and wait, so it was just nightmarish stuff. Really, Lacey Evans, you do have to feel tremendous sympathy for at this point because just everything they did with that character earlier this year was pretty grim, anyway. And then they brought her back what two or three times since to mm-hmm. just appear and lose. There's so many reasons why this division is in the absolute mud. Um, but, but in a saving grace, uh, the fact that the division is in the mud is almost being luxuriated upon by Triple H booking this new Ronda Rousey Shayna Baszler act, which absolutely rules there has never been a worse collection of complete losers to be made out to be total geeks by these actual winners and that might just carry them through to wrestlemania season because exactly. the backstage segment was piss funny yeah it's exactly what followed it's basically never mind any of that sh- 
Here comes Shayna Baszler. Oh, hang on, we've got to do something else first, haven't we? Go on. Shotzi, to continue on this, this SmackDown Women's Division is in a complete catastrophe. Shotzi gets backstage uh-huh. to be, of course, greeted by her long-standing best friend for several years, Emma. Yeah, yeah obviously. You know, they go back years. Maybe. Shared love of tanks. Yeah, and uh, Emma, in her first promo, I guess, since return to WWE, gets to say, hey, have you seen Medcap? Oh Those were words actually said by a person. Oh, my God, is she crashing on him? Yeah, she's totally crushing on him. You got a bit of a... The thing for the man she's clearly dating. I think so. IRL. Um, and obviously they're really close personal friends. So if you were Shotzi's real close personal friends for several years and you've maybe admitted that you've got a bit of a crush on a madcap, when you saw one of the most dangerous women on the roster suddenly literally behind Shotzi Blackheart, what would you do? Yeah, you'd probably walk away, wouldn't you? <laughs> just just leave it Just leave it and see what can happen. Because no, no bad thing can come of this. Because yes, Emma walks away after totally crashing on Madcap, and then we get to get to the good stuff. So, yeah, I watched this segment, and I thought, oh, God, damn, this is going to get buried. And then um, I men in black to myself because uh, uh, Shayna Baszler turned up and did this, and I was like, oh, cool, the women's, <laughs> women's division's fixed, and this is the uh, most awesome backstage segment we've seen in all show. Yeah. Because Shayna Baszler's there, and she's like, congratulations, Shotzi, you've won. You're going to Survivor Series. To get killed by my friend, Ronda Rousey. You got beating. You're getting beaten from my <laughs> friends. And Shotzi's like, well, that may be a crooked little underdog. She ain't never been in a ring with someone like me. I can take whatever she dishes out. Shana goes, really? You think you think you got what it takes to, to hang with Ronda Rousey? Shotzi's like, yeah, I think I can go, go all the way with her. Why don't you why don't you turn around and tell her then? Tell her to her face. She turns around. There's Ronda Rousey. Oh my god. And then Shayna Baszler chokes the fucking life out of Shotzi and Ronda just cackles. They fixed it. It's the best. This is so great. Ronda Rousey shouting as they walk away. Clean up on aisle green. What? How how have they done this? It's the best. How have they done this? Oh, this is absolutely tremendous. Uh, Obviously, good thing is good, obviously. Mm -hmm. That's where we're at with Ronda and Shayna. Two, three weeks in it, man. It totally rules. If only they'd just done the most very basic and simplistic thing you could possibly do with these two women from the very start. We might not have had to have them trudge through the sludge first. Never mind all that. Forget, forget, just pretend that didn't happen. Loved this. Thank God everybody in that six-pack challenge is a complete loser because all I want to watch is these two absolutely brutalised losers. And there's plenty of them. Have them all win for all I care. <laughs> all win, all lined up, all choked You down. get a title shot and die. You get a title shot and die. Just just killing time till Becky Lynch comes back and I'm absolutely fine with it. It's it's not title shots Oprah's given out, it's noses, isn't it? You get a new nose. <laughs> you get a new nose, you know. So then we get, hey, Kyla! Uh, chatting with Ricochet. He's got a uh, first-round match next week against Mustafa Ali. Oh, my God. Mm. That's going to be an absolute ripper, that is. Yeah. It, it's like He's not moved to SmackDown, by the way. He's just there to fill Rey Mysterio's spot. Oh, because Mysterio got injured. Mm. He really could do with that move to SmackDown. <laughs> Maybe Probably. If I was Mustafa Ali, I'd do exactly what Rey did instead of Triple H. I'm going to have to leave <laughs> WWE. <laughs> you know, you've not got a family. I know, but have you seen how I'm getting booked? <laughs> So uh, Ricochet is uh, excited for this, excited for the tournament, wants a shot at his belt, basically. Mm. Uh, puts over Ali, though, brilliantly, and uh, then gets interrupted by Imperium. Gunther's there, obviously, just towering over him, going, what did you say? Call this your title? Say that again. Mm. Uh, yeah, win the tournament. I'd love to kill you again, basically. 
a tremendous match to revisit this. And most people will have forgotten that it was Ricochet who Gunther beat for the Intercontinental title mm. uh, because Ricochet's Intercontinental title reign was entirely forgettable because it was one of 100,000 forgettable title reigns booked under Vince McMahon, contrasted to how well the uh, secondary titles have been built since Triple H took mm-hmm. over. Yet another fantastic TV opponent for Gunther. Should, regardless of if Ricochet wins the World Cup, it kind of doesn't matter because they haven't said out, outright that the winner of the World Cup gets a shot. Mm, they have. Have they said Yeah, that? that's what you I, win for winning the World Cup. I didn't realise that. Right, I missed that completely. Well, all the more reason for you to root for Ricochet to at least get to the final and then potentially win it because that pairing, done all over again in the way that Rey Mysterio was, will be fantastic. Yeah. Who's going to be... How's that going to work then? That doesn't matter. I'll think about that. I'll think yeah. about that on Friday. We've got time for permutations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the other first round match, we got Jinder Mahal versus... Birds! Drumming in his red trousers. <laughs> um, Jinder obviously cuts a promo to wind people up. He's back and he's the embodiment of class and prestige. He's the greatest WWE champion of all time. Uh, and he's going to begin his ascent to his rightful spot by winning the World Cup and can becoming IC champion. No one can stop me. Here comes Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what happened when a monster gets booked by a banana nose circus, isn't it? Uh, this was fine. It, it'll pass. It always passes with Braun. But he was, couldn't, I don't think here, obviously this match was nothing, he squashed him straight away. He couldn't get out from the shadow that he cast by logging on to Twitter on the flight home from Crown Jewel. Yeah. <laughs> like they're just, the almost thing was good. It was really well received in the building. It was really well received online. And he thought, how can I uh, nuke that? Just like that. And he did it. So, and then Jeff Jarrett obviously got to mess around with it as well. Yeah. It's just, it'll take a couple of weeks, it'll all pass. But Braun just felt completely diminished mm. as a result of the week he'd had. Yeah, he was jumped by Mahal before the bell, but immediately just sort of recovered, did the gimmick on the outside with the running shoulder, and then power slammed him one, two, three. Do you think they're going to bring back the train noise? No, please God, no. Uh, then it was time for Zelina Vega versus B-Fab. Mm. But unfortunately, that didn't happen because we got the return of the Viking Raiders, and they're going to Valhalla or summit. Yeah. Sarah Logan's with him now, yes. uh, again, with a very unique look that's never been uh, done before. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's Legado there, uh, Hit Row doing their entrance, and then the lights go out, and the Viking Raiders, Eric Ivar and Sarah Logan, kill everyone uh, except for Zelina Vega, who just legs it. Um, they've, they've been teasing this for ages, obviously. What do you reckon? To this new, well, it's not really a new look, but a sort of a more defined, this is what we are, Vikings, yeah. Viking Raiders. So the Viking Raiders were baby faces that had enjoyed bowling and been monster fights. Yep. When they turned heel, they were nothing more than the vicious Viking Raiders. That was all they were. They were just angry. So this is a proper character. Now. Like, they are clear villains, but the ones that are obsessed with their Viking lore, and that's all well and good. I am, I'll be honest, right? So my I watched SmackDown on Saturday morning, and I... I just didn't make the connection until this morning when I got in the office and Murray mentioned it. It's like, oh, it's pretty much just that is nicked wholesale, isn't it? You know. Uh, and if I was Maxine Paler, I'd be uh, trying to like ring Smart Mark Stone at very least, some sort of legal representation. Mm. We're going to do about this. But I thought Sarah Logan came across like a really big deal here. Yes, I got to be honest. I thought um, the her return was what felt like what made the Viking Raiders different and interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm not interested in the Viking iconography. Vikingography? I'm just not, <laughs> not bothered by it. 
And as a result, the Viking Raiders as a team don't feel that much more threatening. But as a unit, the three of them together looked fantastic. The big pose thing definitely absolutely worked. Whoa. And her as the... There was a bit where, um, like the attack... Getting was, top dollar up was no mean. Yeah, like well. get, getting that... Like the, the attack was really good. There was a bit where... I forget if it was... I think it was... Uh, oh, hang on, let me work this out because I always used to have a system for this. It was Raymond Rowe. Mm-hmm. Raymond is Ivar. He's to be able to do this one anyway. Oh, no. Raymond is uh, Roe is Eric because Eric Rowan. Yes. That was it. So it was Roe, like plowed in. It's top dollar, I think it was. And then just like screamed in his face. Oh, it was a chant of the Adonis. I think it was. The Adonis, yeah. And then just screamed in his face afterwards. I was like, here we go. They're energized. Yeah. They're energized. And then Sarah Logan kind of did the same thing on the floor as well. And then Chase Beef off. Um, sorry, Chase. Um, Zelina Vega off. And I just thought they felt. Intense, yeah. in a brand spanking new way. So anything that's come before doesn't really count now. This, this is the real quiz. Mm. So I don't know how well it'll go. I don't know if the gimmick will run out of juice, but I thought this was a really, really strong Yeah, exactly. Uh, controversy of Sarah Logan's gimmick aside, uh, yeah, a very impactful return. Excited to see what they do next week, who they target. Mm. and But actually, just for a few weeks, just let's just have some good old-fashioned squash matches where they literally wreck dudes. Yeah. Like you've done with Braun and Omos. Just do that with the Viking Raiders. Well, be, uh, the um, hit row is the, inverted commas, the match out of all of this, isn't it? <laughs> but that's not exactly got paper written all over it, so I half expect that to be a two-weeks-time television match. Mm. You know, like hit, hit Or mm-hmm. new premium live event. Vi King of the Ring. Uh, it could be that, yeah. Main event time. <laughs> it's either Roman Reigns's. I don't think they'll sell all the tickets in Hit Rose Ed for that one, but. Roman Reigns's special moment. <laughs> That's what came next. Yeah. I loved that as a tease. Tune in later for Roman Reigns's special moment. Okay. All right. Yeah, you got I me. I will do. Is he going to say where they are, acknowledge me? You got my attention. <laughs> they come down. Huge juicy chance, of course. Where were they? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Acknowledge me. Awesome. Uh, Heyman slags it off, of course. And that, that was why I think Sami Zayn wasn't there. Because yes. these had to be heels for any of this to work. Exactly. And yeah. they, they were booed out of the building when Heyman called it a hellhole. Yeah. So, and they were, the way they were looking, I think it was Roman was doing the, yeah, come on. Yeah. And like, you could see, feel some people in the crowd going, well, he's right, but I don't like that he said it. Yeah. First of all, Go Colts. Second of all, uh, Heyman slags it all off and goes, come on, guys, that's not very oozy. <laughs> it's just a get-out-of-jail-free card now. Yeah. Um, he talks about great sports rivalries, sort of plugs the TV guide, basically, for what's coming up with, like, the Packers and the Cowboys, I believe, was over the weekend. Yeah, there was a lot of that on this show. Uh, the, like, Michael Cole was doing a... Like a tail of the tape rundown of how they yeah. getting on over the last Ohio season. State yeah. at uh, high noon. <laughs> or whatever it's called. Green Bay. Hoosiers. Have you got a, a football team, American football team? Sort of. Um, Miami Dolphins. Because uh, of Ace Ventura. Uh, we'll say that. No, for no other reason than because when my friends were earnestly into it, I needed to pick a team. And uh, I'd been to Florida, and there was uh, Ryan Tannehill. He was, a, he was a QB. QB. Quarterback. There was Tannehill jerseys everywhere. Even in Orlando, Tannehill was huge. My uh, my buddy, my pal, who got me into American football, was a Colts guy. And he was like, yeah, they got a pretty good QB. One of the greatest QBs of all time, Peyton Manning. Peyton and Manning? I, I uh, Peyton Manning. I got into him. Uh, they made the Super Bowl. They lost. And I thought, well, at least I got a team who's always going to be 
there were thereabouts with the Super Bowl. I don't think they made one since. Uh, they made the, barely made the goddamn playoffs, but I'm stuck with them now. So uh, there you hang on. It's uh, football. So if they uh, suck ass, then uh, don't they get the the first draft or yeah, the second they got, draft? Yeah, uh, they got uh, Andrew Luck a few years back, and then uh, he's not a goddamn thing anymore. Luck <laughs> um, be a lady tonight. Has he not lived up to his name? No, he oh. has not been uh, oh. old and lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yep, he just... It's just going to be one of those teams now, I assume. Oh, no home runs from the 40-yard line. No homers. Uh, no. no. Uh, but, yeah, he says, uh, great sports rivalries. Inclu- uh, mentions the Usos in the New Day and then says, not a great rivalry because uh, the New Day don't compare. In summary, across the whole wrestling industry, not just with the New Day, but any other you know tag teams who are or aren't wrestling at the moment because they may have caused backstage fights, Usos better. So, um, I mean, I would love to see that proven wrong. You'd surely be a coward not to take that opportunity on and just stay stay put in such choppy waters. (laughs) Exactly. Just raw dogging it. Uh, (laughs) So he talks about the longest reigning tag team champions living on the island of relevancy. And they've been cast into the ocean, the New Day have. Uh, Just like anyone who challenges Roman Reigns because... um, Oh, God, what's the phrase? It's uh, escaped me. uh, Oh, yeah, Roman Reigns smashes them! (laughs) Let's pull something there. Uh, anyway, oh, you were pulling something. Watching this, Roman Reigns gets the mic back and says, "Look, guys, it's not easy being my cousin. I'm Roman Goddamn Reigns. Imagine yeah. being stood next to this and everyone acknowledging me my entire life and my greatness. He's about to acknowledge oh. the Usos, yeah. and the bloody brawling brutes come in, uh, ridge the fridge, and mm. butcher there, and they say, well, it's a entire this numbers game, but you'll be pleased to know." Someone else has come back. Sheamus is back. Yes. Hey, fantastic to see him. Uh, annoying. A bit of a... It's no, no one's fault, this, really. Well, apart from a tech guy. If I had a tech crew. Irritating, though, wasn't it? Yeah, he goes to cut a promo. His mic's a piece of crap. Uh, Tries to get it back on the road, and it still doesn't work properly. <laughs> Roman Reigns just goes, ha, you can't even get the mic to work, you <laughs> loser. I was like, oh, cool, he's dead then. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I did like the recovery of Sheamus just being like, oh, well, I've got... It's very Sheamus to be like... If you can't hear what I'm saying, I'll just come and tell you to your face. And by that, I mean punch you in your face. Yes. They get into it. Big brawl breaks out, obviously. They're the brawling brutes. They live up to their name. Mm-hmm. The bloodline, though, have the numbers game until Drew McIntyre makes the save. And we go off the air with a big old brawl happening. What? What stuff? Uh, they ruined his special moment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved I loved the idea of Roman Reigns finally acknowledging the Usos and that being cut off and interrupted. So now they don't get their acknowledgement and you sense that the bloodline will lose at war games and you sense one of the Usos is probably going to get pinned and it's like, we're so close to our acknowledgement and we've knackered it. I want it to right. be next week to be like, so sorry, Roman, you got interrupted last week. Yeah, what, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? Uh, acknowledge me? No, no, you did that one. Smash me. No. Wise man, can you remind me? I can't remember, Roman. I know. Sammy's, he goes, oh, no, I do remember. Then Sammy Zane takes him off on a completely Burst different tangent. in the door. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, love that. Love that all of a sudden something within the ranks of Bloodline mattered beyond uh, who was feeling Usy and all that sort of stuff. Really, really spirited brawl. Really, really looking forward to this War Games already. Really hope it's five on five and Sammy and Owens are the, yeah, are the two that... Spoiler alert, that's what I'm going to tease on the, the preview to, uh, for Raw later. You assume the Usos show up to have a bit of a, yay, because yeah. today's the day they've done it mm-hmm. and broken the record. So maybe they go, hey, and someone says, oh, we'll kick your ass now you're on your own. And he goes, oh, well, there's only two of you on Raw. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, the New Day threatened to fight him or whatever it may be, or I don't know, two of the brawling brutes for yeah. some reason. 
Seamus is busy doing Irish stuff. stuff. I don't know. It's got Brawling Brutes business. To take yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, yeah, Kevin Owens. Yeah, it's it's good. This I, uh, I hope against hope, maybe that the Drew McIntyre carrying cross story is over. Well, that probably can't be as well, can it? Mm. Probably have to keep that going for some time. They're still hours. fighting on the live shows because some dickhead threw a drink at Scarlett. Don't do oh, that. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought, a really tremendous way to go off the air and the War Games match is going to be awesome. Two weeks away, isn't it? Really, really close. Oh. Should we need a stream for it? I'll tell you what. Oh, my God. In the words of Excalibur, you got to give the people what they want. Yeah. I got jelly, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I've got disgust. <laughs> let's bring those two things back together <laughs> right well let us know your thoughts on uh, Smackdown this week on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE well, actually you can follow both of us you can follow Michael Hamlet at Michael Hamlet you can follow me at Adam Wilborn follow us all at WhatCultureWWE as I said make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts uh, me and Siege are going to review AEW Rampage and there may or may not be uh, an apology to be made on there yeah seemed like a good show might tune into that review actually yeah might, yeah. might be worth checking that one out. Preview show sounded good. <laughs> so Been sat that. in the room doing the Dynamite review show sounded good. I'm <laughs> new at this analysis game. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I can't wait for this. Uh, and uh, me, Sid and Havlet will be back later on to look ahead to tonight's episode of Man in Row. But for now, there's been the SmackDown review. My thanks to Michael Havlet. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.